Nobody warns you about the potential relationship pitfalls that occur after the arrival of children. You may seem prepared with the nursery items, daycare options, and the state-of-the-art crib, but have you prepared for the added stressors to your relationship? Hi, I'm Miranda, a Gottman-trained couples therapist. And I'm Aaron. I work in the financial industry, and Miranda and I have been partners for over 20 years. And we've had our fair share of ups and downs ourselves sure after have. becoming parents. Join us as we sit with couples sharing their experiences of how love has changed since the transition of children. Whether you are trying to conceive, currently pregnant, already have children, or experience loss and infertility, this podcast will showcase authentic, real couples, just like yourself, who are navigating love after lullabies. I will also share communication tips and tricks from my experience of working in private practice for over 10 years in the state of Oregon that can help maintain and even improve your relationship. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you get something out of today's episode. Today. (laughs) (laughs) We are ending the episode just as we started. On our couch. In the living room. Couch and cocktails. Except now we have martinis instead of wine. We've really, we've become more refined. We're high class now. (laughs) We're high class. (laughs) This is us now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh, we went out to dinner tonight. Oh man. Our kids' school has a a fundraiser and every month they pick a different restaurant. You get to go out or order in or whatever and part of the proceeds go to the school it's a fundraiser and we try to do it because a it's a night that we don't have to make or plan for dinner or clean after dinner and b it's a fundraiser so we you know do our part and we decided to go tonight well and it was to a restaurant that we've only been to once and we did not enjoy it and right so we're like oh well you know we'll give it another shot and we went out last night for our daughter's birthday we did go out last night that was fun Kids did pretty well there mm-hmm. because, you know, it was someone's birthday and it was like designed. She chose it. What's that? Like she chose the yeah, restaurant. She chose it and there was like an arcade there and they had fun jamming around there. Yeah. But going to restaurants with kids, it's really hit and miss. And when it miss, when it misses, it sucks. I use this example a lot with my couples of expectation. And if you have very high expectations, let's let's paint a picture here. <laughs> So if there's a new brew pub that opened up in town and you want to go check it out and you say, oh, let's go for happy hour and it'll be nice. We can relax and have a beer or a cocktail. The kids will be great. Those are pretty damn high expectations. And the chances of that actually happening are rather low. So If you have high expectations, the kids act up, you're going to be more frustrated because that gap in between is much bigger. But if you go in and you're like, who knows, it could be a shit show. We might have to leave early, but hey, let's go give it a shot. Your expectations are low. And so the volume of frustration is going to be much lower. Yeah, we should have had this conversation before we went out tonight. It would have been I, a good reminder. I had kind of low expectations. Well, I didn't. And and it was very <laughs> frustrating. And I, I mean, it's hindsight looking back on it. 
super tired end of the day end of a school day they got state testing going on right now um, our oldest had math tutoring and swim practice and like they were just tired it was a birthday yesterday too mm-hmm. so they were very whiny and hands full and they spilled water and all the things but <laughs> yeah but it was no big big deal with the water i mean it, it really wasn't but still it, yeah. you know anyhow enough about that it's our last episode of season one. Good journey. Long journey. Yeah. It's what, 24 episodes? Well, it's going to be marked as 24, but technically we've had 25 episodes because we had a bonus. The bonus. Mm-hmm. So we're ending with 25 episodes in our first season, which is pretty damn good. And here we are. We have ended season one with being in the top 2% of all podcasts on a global scale. Yeah. That's what's, what's pretty... The web- fucking amazing what's the website that shows all that listen notes listen notes we could not be more thankful for our listeners and the fans and all of our ratings and just the feedback in general has just been amazing and i mean the guests that we've had on our show it's funny i remember looking back the first couple episodes first couple recordings maybe not episodes at the time, but first couple recordings, we really both didn't know what to expect or kind of what our role was going to be. But as we get some more interviews under our belt, you know, you could feel us like really engaging more with our our uh, interviewees. Mm. And uh, it's been really fun. And again, we couldn't be more blessed to have such amazing um, interviews and people to talk to. Yeah, we have a lot of mentors, believe it or not. You may not know who you are, but maybe you do know who you are. But people that we've interviewed or other podcasters that we have become connected with. Yeah. It's been so great. And I've said this before, that podcast community is the most supportive community I've ever been a part of. So if you're wanting to do a podcast, it's a it's a good group of folks. Yeah. Should we should we mention a couple podcast people? We can. Sure. I mean, should we just call some names out? Say yeah. Like, just overall supportiveness. Yeah. Um, shit talking shrinks have been really communicative via DMs on Instagram and really encouraging and, and we've kind of kind of grown our podcast together. They they just ended Definitely. their first season and, and they're into their second now. Yeah, I think we launched on the same day. Yeah, exact and, same day. And it's a phenomenal podcast. You should have, you should give it a listen. Mm-hmm. Steve Kalis show. Steve Kalis. Love Steve Kalis. What a gem. He's such a gem. Oh my gosh, he's so funny to listen to. And his latest episode about peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it's called the peanut death by peanut butter. Death by peanut butter. Mm. It's um, it hits home, but he's so funny and it's uh, yeah, it's it's great. He's very vulnerable, but of course, you know, he's a goofy guy, so he shares his vulnerability through humor. That's a way for him to kind of show up. Yeah, but it's. Highly recommend. I wish that we lived closer. We'd go to the pub and grab a beer. Yeah. And a peanut butter sandwich. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if their peanut butter is as good as American peanut butter. I don't know. We should ask Steve about that. Steve, tell us. <laughs> we need to know. Yeah, do, what? You go, do you go out of your way to buy a special peanut butter and what brand is it? Show us the peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> I will send... We should send him some peanut butter. <laughs> we, yeah, we should. Just like a sampling. Like Ooh, yeah. the Justin's Honey one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Do you have Justin's? Oh, yeah. We're going to need to contact him. <laughs> um, Death by Southwest. 
Yeah. There's uh, Margot, one of the co-hosts, is an old friend of ours from back in our Arizona days. And yeah, so random that a, a mutual friend of ours connected us. She was a guest on the show, Jesse and Ben. Yeah. And she said, hey, do you remember Margot? She is a producer of a podcast. She does a couple different ones, but so that was really fun to reconnect with her and go down memory lane and... You know, she's also, we consider her to be a mentor as well. She started her podcast fairly the same time as us, too. And although she does this for a living, too, not just her podcast, but other other podcast things. But she really has been kind to us and has really helped. Yeah. So we appreciate all that. What's been some of your favorite episodes, Aaron? Well, I enjoyed a lot of them. I loved um, Rach and Carrie. Is mm-hmm. that right? Rach and Carrie. Their story really resonated with me. Um, in a sense that most of the time you don't pick and choose your journey. They have made lemonade out of lemons. They went through some crazy hard times and came out on top and were shining examples of making the best out of reality. And and they just, I don't know, it was just inspiring. I thought it was a great story. Of course, we had a couple guests on the show that were friends. So Jesse and Ben, Steve and Marissa was one of our first episodes. Steve and Marissa, the way they show love to each other and support each other and and live their lives is inspiring. It was just amazing to hear their perspective on things. Uh, Jillian and Nathan, again, huge supporters of ours and one of my favorite interviews because they just felt like they were old friends. Mm -hmm. We had never met them before. Yeah. And by the end of the the conversation, we just, again, we wish we lived closer because it'd be fun to hang out. Yeah. I really love chatting with Erin Woodruff, even though she wasn't, you know, with her partner. I felt her expertise of navigating a relationship where there's a a difference of introvert versus extrovert was extremely helpful for a lot of couples managing their time together and apart. Erin had a great energy to her. Yeah, it was just a fun, fun conversation. Yeah. I also kind of have to say I loved our our Valentine episode, even though it was just us. It was fun. We it was had fun. we learned a lot. We laughed. We chuckled. You chuckled. <laughs> I didn't chuckle. We learned what a vinegar Valentine was. Yeah. And so that's something I'm always going to cherish every Valentine's Day. I'm going to be thinking, who could I send my vinegar Valentine to? Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, Kelsey and Shane was another great one to listen to because I think they represent so many of us trying to balance your relationship and young kids and what that looks like. They didn't necessarily have like these big giant pearls of wisdom per se because they just are us, you know, like they're all of us and or many of us representing just the chaos of raising young kids and also trying to be together with your partner. Yeah. So it was really lovely to allow them to be vulnerable and share their relationship journey yeah have you had any challenges doing this i know i have well yeah i mean there's the technical side of the challenges ways the speech patterns and like little like ticks that we do or we're recording and we're like god god why do i do that i gotta stop doing that yeah good thing i've discovered that i'm very good at editing and i make us sound so much better than we actually are (laughs) well to be honest I would say that with some of our guests, too. Maybe, yeah. yeah. We all have the speech patterns, right? I'm not throwing right. anyone under the bus, because I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're, you've are become a real good editor. I make you sound real good. Well, I hope so. <laughs> How good do you make it sound? <laughs> 
What are the things that we notice that we do? Uh, I go like this all the time. Yeah. I make the little snicky sound. I, I can actually see, and I, I do that as well on occasion, but I can actually see when I'm editing before I hear it, I can see the spike on the sound bars. Yeah. Of, oh, that's a... <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I go like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard <laughs> to because, fill in space. <laughs> well, to fill in space, but also to like, you know, you people can't see you at home nodding and smiling and like making those gestures of I'm listening. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of feels like a natural filler. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> My biggest challenge, and I only discovered this, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. I talked to you about it, but... I felt really awkward. I feel most awkward when I'm when we're interviewing friends of ours or people that we know. And I'm not sure why, but maybe I'm, I want it to go well or I want them to think like, oh, we're doing such a great job or something like that. But I notice that I get very nervous. I forget my words. I stutter. I get clammed up. I, I don't, I'm not clear in my questioning, even though it's so clear and precise in my head that when it comes to speaking, it just sounds like a fumbled mess. Uh, there have been so many times where I've just caught out my questions completely. But I've realized that I'm struggling trying to find my role of therapist versus podcast host and what that looks like. And I'm still trying to uncover that, <laughs> you right. know, because I am very aware of ethics and this is not therapy. This is just us having conversations and me asking inquiring questions, but it not going down the rabbit hole of therapist. So I find myself kind of dancing this, like I'm teetering between what what's my role. So that's been my biggest challenge. I understand it. I see it happening. I watch, I see it unfolding. <laughs> I feel like it's easier for me to listen and ask the questions because I don't have that therapist lens and and you correct me if I'm wrong but I would assume that when you're listening to these people talk you're in your you're having a hard time getting out of your therapy mind to say like this is how I'd have the conversation if you were in therapy right now mm -hmm. like you hear all these things and all these trigger words that these couples are saying and I would assume that you're like oh this is how I would approach it in the therapy lens but now I got to ask a question about it yeah so Sometimes when I'm fumbling, I can see out of the corner of my eye, you just like looking at me. <laughs> and that's, it makes it so much harder because I'm like, oh my God, he's staring at me. And he's probably thinking like, what the fuck oh, is really? she saying? No, it's the complete opposite of that. I'm staring at you to hear what, you, what wisdom you're about to drop because cause I've heard the therapist side of that conversation. And I mean, you're the specialist, so I'm waiting for like what the analogy is to come out but then you know it's like oh wait yeah you're but it's not you're therapy not, you're not going to talk about it yeah yeah that's been tough i won't look at you anymore oh i like nope. it when you look at me i'm gonna bring an eye patch <laughs> <laughs> so i, I well I that's not at awkward at all uh, another challenge i would say is you know being vulnerable i guess yeah and before you came on board to, to doing this with me, you expressed a fear about, I, I don't want to be vulnerable if this isn't going to go anywhere. You know, I remember you saying that 
if this is you know going to go somewhere and it's going to create a lot of of good for other people then that feels i'm more apt to be vulnerable but if it's i'm just showing myself for nothing yeah <laughs> uh that felt scary but yeah it's turned into something more i hope so it's not just a handful of Hopefully friends it's... listening to the same things we've talked about you know i mean who knows maybe it is that's a good attitude <laughs> All right, season two's canceled. Good night, everyone. No, never. We're going to do something a little bit unconventional, and we're going to take a bit of a longer break in between seasons. Yeah, there's a lot of newer podcasts that kind of go back to back that hit hit you right with season two. Mm-hmm. We want to spend time with our family. Yeah. We talk about that in our show, that it's important. Yeah, summers are rather important. I can take off time whenever I want because I have my own practice, but Aaron has, you know, vacation time. So he tends to take off that time more in the summer, even even over Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. So we do a lot of camping. We do some traveling and... Um, so it's important for us to have that that quality time with our kids while they're young and they still like us. That's right. But we're still going to be around. I mean, we, we already have an episode under our belt that's going to be season two. She's a sleep specialist helping couples sleep. That's a really good episode. It's really fun. I can't wait to air that. Yeah. We've got part two of Michelle and Mark. If you guys listen to that episode, if not, you definitely need to. Um, and that's episode 20. Episode 20. Um, in part two, they're going to be talking about their experience of having a surrogate, which is going to be really wonderful to hear their journey and their challenges along the way. And we're going to be opening up about us. And I know we've kind of put some little crumbs out there during the season, but we are going to be opening up some vulnerability doors big time yeah um how do we go into this how do we go into this (laughs) how do we talk about this this is a big this is something that i've really tried to find the verbiage for because i have a huge fear that we are going to come across in a way that I don't want to come across as. And I'll go into that a little bit more. But we have two daughters, as you know. We we talk about them all the time. Um, Aaron has a third biological daughter, who is the daughter of two wonderful friends of ours who live in Arizona. And they asked Aaron to be the biological father for, for them. So Two of our really great friends who we know from Arizona approached Miranda and I about the possibility of us being donors. It was really important for them that we were in their lives and Miranda was just as part of it as I am. It's, it was our decision. And so, yeah, we want to we want to go all into details about our journey with the leading up to and making the decision. Mm-hmm. And our friends, Krista and Nicole, want to be a part of that journey too. So we were very careful about talking to them about whether this was something that we wanted to share and... They were absolutely on board and want to share it because there's not a lot of language around it. There's not a blueprint around known 
donors and what that looks like. So, so we're going to be talking about everything from the very beginning of the process to how it is now. It's got a lot of facets to it. To Krista and Nicole's point, when we talk to them, it's it's they want to. Yes, it's you know it's it, it's nervous to share your story, but they also want to make sure that there's there's a lot of people out there in the same situation. We want to make sure that they have some kind of outlet. Yeah, for sure. So we're very excited. We're going to take our microphone down to Arizona. Yeah, we're going to hit summer. the road. We're going to film in person. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> so the reason why I'm so nervous about talking about it and how to present this experience is that I do not want to come across as the hetero heroes. And I've, I've used that term with Krista and Nicole as well. Um, I don't want us to be sitting here like, well, look at what we did. Like, we're better than everybody. Like, ugh. I don't want that at all. This is just meant to, just us being real. Yeah, it's our story. Yeah. Well, we have amazing fans and listeners that wanted to call in and leave us uh, some good well wishes for season one. Yeah. Should we listen to one? Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Hi, Julia here from season one, episode 22. I want to congratulate both of you on a successful first season. Thank you so much for the opportunity for Dave and I to share our story and for providing the same opportunity to others. This is a much-needed topic for discussion, and I will definitely stay tuned for what the next season entails. Thanks so much, Julia, for leaving that. It was so fun chatting with them. They're, again, everyone's so fun chatting with them. <laughs> I know. But, again, well, it's like we said, we wish yeah. we lived closer because we would totally get along with them, and it would be great. We had a lot in common with them. They're really fun. Yeah. Hi, Bubba. And... It's a we were wondering who has inquiring minds want to know what's with the boogers Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the boogers what's with the ear boogers finally had somebody ask yes <laughs> if if you haven't heard ear boogers we played a clip at the end of every single episode in season one that is a video or like it's a video, but it's a sound clip from something our oldest daughter said when we had um, our youngest daughter. She was what? It's a few months. I old. don't know. Our, our oldest was like two or three. So Yeah, two or three. And our youngest was a few months old. And um, she was looking. She was holding her big sister was holding little sister. On the couch. On the couch. And just inspecting the shit out of her ears. <laughs> yeah, just really like eyebrows frown. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe we'll post that in our stories. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Hello, Miranda and Erin. The um, best thing about your podcast is the way that you both can make each other laugh like on a dime. It's hilarious. Um, it really is like listening to you guys have conversations in your living room so thank you for sharing your experiences with your listeners um, i have listened to every single episode and i think it's really important that you two are shining a light on what it's like to be in relationships after having children it's 
something that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about or share their experiences. It, it, I think our parents' generation, it was kind of a taboo thing to, to talk about and mention. And so it's nice to hear other people's stories and Love After Lullabies really give a platform to be able to share those stories and to have people's experiences heard and um, understood. So definitely something to um, reflect back on over the past year. What you guys have accomplished has been pretty darn amazing. Love you guys. Bye. Aw, we love you too. Yeah. And we're in our living room right now. What a great message. (laughs) That's very sweet. We've gotten some really good suggestions of what people want to hear about next season or you know subsequent seasons so um keep them coming yeah we've we've gotten a few suggestions already such as you know the decision process around how many kids to have that would be a great one this is something that i really want to talk about but you know hard to try and figure out how to approach this but more about resentment as the default parent so many couples experience this that I work with, and I know that we have experienced it from time to time as well. Yeah. Uh, parenting at an older age or becoming a parent when you didn't want kids, you know. Uh, whoopsie daisy. Yeah. One one slip through one slip through the cracks there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I those are all great suggestions, and we have a couple planned th- yeah. already through those, but we will definitely seek out. I guess, and I think one of the other ones was they wanted more bonus episodes. Someone said. More same-sex relationship with kids and turning into your parents. Oh, yeah. But I did have a question of whether or not people liked the bonus episodes. And everybody, you know, the majority of people who voted said yes. So, anything else? No. Cheers to a successful season. Is this it? This is it. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for all your support. Thanks for listening today and a huge thank you for such a great season. We couldn't have done it without you guys. In our episode, we failed to let you guys know when season two will start, which will be early fall. We're thinking September, maybe October, but we will keep everyone apprised on social media, specifically Instagram. So if you aren't following us, be sure that you do follow us at Love After Lullabies on Instagram to make sure that you get all the updates and things that we're doing throughout the summer. Also, if you have suggestions for things that you want to hear or if you want to be guests for season two, please reach out. We would love to have you. All right, everyone. Have a great summer and take care. Burgers and three ears. <laughs>